From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what can happen in your marriage when the two of you take on a sex challenge. And I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, never be afraid to try something new because life gets boring when you stay within the limits of what you already know. And it's so applicable to today's topic. And we're going to have a lot of fun discussing this and discussing how the idea of sex challenges even came about in the One Extraordinary Marriage community. But before we do that, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. It's an opportunity for all of our listeners to hear from one listener about how One Extraordinary Marriage has impacted their marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by Canvas People. You can check them out at canvaspeople.com. And Tony and I are so excited to share this sponsor with you guys. They are, they're offering a tremendous gift to the One Extraordinary Marriage community. Normally their canvases, their 11 by 14 canvases are $69.99, but limited time offer just for all of you is to get one free. And here's what's so special about this. I know, you know, you might even be listening to this on your phone right now. You have got a ton of pictures of you and the one that you love. I know you do. Like I just, I looked at my phone the other day. I've got like 2000 pictures on there and probably a good 50% of them are me and Tony. Yeah. Right. We have all these pictures and sometimes they just get stuck on our phones. You guys, we need to get them off of our phones and onto our walls, right? It needs to be, this is such an amazing offer because it allows you to, to have that tangible. So when, you know, somebody walks into your house or maybe when you walk into your bedroom, there's the two of you, right? Right. We actually heard from a listener who took us up on this deal, who went to canvaspeople.com, put in the promo code marriage and said, I'm going to pick this up. And he shared with us that what he did was he snapped a picture of his kids, took advantage of the deal and is presenting this picture of the kids to his wife for Mother's Day. See, there are so many different ways that you can use this deal. I mean, it's an 11 by 14. Seriously, we're not talking little pictures here, folks. Canvas People has gone all out for the One Extraordinary Marriage community. So make sure that you check them out at canvaspeople.com. Use promo code marriage. Get your picture today, right? Who doesn't love free? Yeah. I know Tony and I do. So this hug came as an email from a listener and it said, as I was driving into work today, I was listening to the podcast, Change Starts With Me. When my husband sent me a text saying, hi, mi amor, te quiero, much, very happy. Writing in either Spanish or English doesn't come easily to him, so the fact he does text it all amazes me. He has been sending me morning texts every day for some time now. Mm. About the time we began implementing some of the tools we've learned from you guys, I was struck by how much he has changed at the same time I was listening to the two of you, and it really brought me to tears. This is a testament to the power of your ministry. I've been feeling stalled recently in my own ability to embrace opportunities to elevate my communication skills, but this morning helped me realize that God is at work and new beginnings are very possible. That's right. I also really appreciated hearing the hug about the paramedic couple. Another inspiration for us all to keep on keeping on, knowing greater joy can be ours, and to stop making excuses. 
as always, bless you and thank you for what you do. Love you guys. Love, love hearing those types of hugs from each and every one of you where, where you realize that change is happening in your marriage. You know, I love that this wife said, when I started connecting the dots, I realized that when we started implementing different strategies, we started getting different results. That's right. And, And that ultimately, like if you were to boil down the mission of the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast, it's to, to bring topics to light so that you guys can think about them in a different way, take different actions and see different results. That, that's, that's why we get behind these mics each and every week. And, you know, it was really interesting as we were, you know, every week, Tony and I get behind the mics and we're like, okay, what are or not behind the mics, but we start having conversations. What are we going to talk about this week? And, you know, we talk about sex a lot. Right. I even had somebody, somebody tell me that their wife didn't want to coach with me because she looked at the website and she's like, all they talk about is sex. Well, it's true. We do talk about sex a bit and we're not going to apologize for that because nine years ago, our marriage was radically changed because we actually started talking about sex. Right. Right. It was nine years ago that we completed our first sex challenge. And for those of you that don't know, like we're just going to give you kind of because that show is like buried way back. It's like show number one. And, you know, we wanted to know it, it is show number one. <laughs> oh, it is. show. Oh, yes, it is show number one. Um, it's the one where we talk about our 60 days of sex challenge. And, and, you know, when we started that sex challenge, we were not talking about sex the way that Tony and I talk about sex now. Oh, not at all. I mean, we, we were barely even having sex. In fact, I was thinking about it as I was preparing for the show. And, and so this would have been the fall of 2008. Mm-hmm. when we undertook this challenge, um, to give you a little perspective, just like the, the hug said, you know, that paramedic cu- couple gave us the permission to stop making excuses. My excuses at that point in time were that my kids were two and five. We were running businesses. We had stuff going on and I thought I was too busy a- and I was, I was too busy for my husband, right? I wasn't making any time for Tony. And we were really at the point where we were living like roommates. You guys have heard us tell us, tell this part of the story. And so Tony, one day we're getting ready. We are leading a small group. Like, I don't even know how Tony and I were leading a small group at our church on marriage, right? We were at a different church at the time. They're like, Hey, we want you guys to lead a marriage small group. We're like, yeah, whatever. We have no idea what we're doing. And Tony calls me one day and says, I think we should do a small group study on sex. And this is a crazy thing is Elisa speaking about that. She's like, I don't know how we are doing it. Because each and every one of us can be used in a time when we don't even think it's possible to be used, mm-hmm. right? And so even though we didn't know what we were doing, it's it's in that step of faith that we walk into something and we can have an impact, big or small. You just don't know what's going to happen. And it's like us starting the 60 Days of Sex Challenge many years ago. Well, and so here we are, 2008 you know, taking you guys back with us nine years. And, and so Tony makes this suggestion and I immediately like look at the phone thinking we're not having sex. Like what in the world are we going to talk about? Right. And so I, I kind of blew him off. Didn't kind of, I did blow him off even when he made that suggestion that we talk about it in the small group. And, and then we're preparing for this. He found a book, Intimacy Ignited. We should actually put a link to that I'll put a link to that in yep. the show notes. Fantastic book folks. I, I mean, literally it's the book that started all of this. Right. Because we started doing the study and, and bef- you know, preparing for the study. And before we even started the study with our group, Tony makes the suggestion. You want to talk about stepping out in faith? Tony asks me one night before bed, hey, you know, like we're going to be doing an eight week study. So eight times seven, that's 56. And he's like, what if what if we did, you know, 60 days of sex? Now, remember, my kids were two and five. 
and we were living more like roommates. And it's so amazing to me as I tell you guys the story, the courage that Tony had to have to be able to suggest that in our marriage. Because for years, I had been the gatekeeper to sex in our marriage. I had been the one that was responsible, I would say, for probably 99% of the rejection Mm -hmm. in the bedroom. And here he is, one more step of faith. I'm going to ask her. Right? And so he throws out this really big, you you hear about like big, hairy, audacious goals, you know, in the business world. Well, that was his big, hairy, audacious goal in our marriage. What if we do this? And And sometimes you got to just step out in bold faith. Like, yeah. You got to go for it, folks. Sometimes you got to just go for it. And, and, and I know it's tough. I know it, I know it can be very, um, you, you could be in a place where you're like, I don't want to, you know, hear what my spouse is going to say, male or female, but mm-hmm. either husband or wife. And yet we need to be able to, to throw things out there and at least get the conversation started. Right. Right. We, we got to be able to speak up and share something. And for the spouse who's receiving, you also need to be able to to hear that because it, it may be that cry that your spouse is sending to mm-hmm. you because there's a disconnect, right? I mean, last last week we talked about nagging, right? We, we talked about, you know, the continuous nagging and the continuous nagging. When you really got to be scared and when you really got to be worried about that in your marriage is when your spouse stops. Right. Because now they've checked out completely. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, we're bringing this up because we want you to be able to go, yeah, well, what does that, what does that look like for us? Yeah. We got a two year old. Yeah. We got a five year old. Okay. Well, what are we going to do? Our lives have changed tremendously because of it. It's been nine years. Mm-hmm. Life has changed all for the better because Elisa said yes. Well, and the thing is, and, and for those of you that have been listening for a while, or if you're brand new, you know that Tony and I talk about the five intimacies. We talk about intimacies. We talk about emotional, physical, financial, recreational, and spiritual. At that point in time in 2008, there was no intimacy in our marriage. None of them. Right? I, I want to be really clear. We were not in a good spot. Yeah. When I mean, we, we, we knew some things were going on, but... If you were to look at those intimacies, like we talked about the, at the beginning of the year, putting it on the intimacy wheel, each one of those would have been flat. I mean, it it was low. Each one of them were low. I mean, it, when we talk about roommate syndrome, we live that. We've been there. And we know what can happen when you engage each other mm-hmm. if you're up for a sex challenge. Right. Because we knew that what we've been doing wasn't working. We mm-hmm. knew that waiting for the magic moment or the magic to happen or the fairy dust to, you know, instantly create, you know, this amazing marriage. We knew that wasn't happening. We knew that what we'd been trying wasn't working. And we knew, and I want you to really hear this. We knew that as a team, we had to find our way back because we were really living as individuals and that wasn't working. So if we're, it, living as individuals wasn't working within the marriage, then it's about time you put your team hat on. And you say, how are we going to do this? And, you know, so Tony asks this big ginormous question and, you know, that took a lot of courage for him to ask a lot of bold faith for him to say, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out here. She's rejected me a gazillion times in the last, at that point in time, 11 years or almost 12 years. Yeah. 11 ish. We celebrate our 12th anniversary after. And then I had to respond, right? Cause he'd put this big question out there. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of you have been on the asking 
side of this question. Like you want to ask your spouse, like, let's do, let's do a sex challenge. And some of you will get the response that I immediately gave Tony. I immediately said, no, it wasn't this like, wow, that's been the answer to my dreams. Thank you, honey, for thinking. No, he got none of that. He got no. And he got an avocado green facial mask. Like, don't even touch me tonight. But the next day, the next day I had really, I call it my come to Jesus moment where I was like literally standing with a basket full of laundry and thinking, if I don't do this, if I'm not willing to try, then I've probably already given up on my marriage. It's probably over and I'm just going through the motions, right? So he comes home from work and I say yes and, and we embark on this, but we had no idea that that was going to be a pivot point in our marriage. We had no idea that that was going to be the step that was going to launch. Like, honestly, guys, sometimes it blows my mind that me saying yes in that one spot to a sex challenge with my husband would literally impact generations. In in, in our own family. Right. I mean, like it starts with us. Right. And, and And I can't say this enough. Thank you to each and every one of you who have taken it on, who have said, you know what, enough's enough. Like we're, we're done living as individuals in a house as roommates and we're going to come together and we're going to be a team mm-hmm. in our marriage. We're going we're gonna to put something out there that's so crazy and audacious for us to even think about. And I think about the paramedics who had two opposite schedules to come together and go, we're going to make this happen. Even though we only see each other for a small smidgen of time each and every day. This time is going to be our sacred time together. Right. So we don't take this lightly, and we are truly honored and blessed to know so many of you who've written in, who've said, you know, we we, we did it. And and even those of you who surpassed our initial 60 Days of Sex Challenge. We know I, you're I, out there. I, I love it when you guys email us and, and to share that with us, because what it really sh- tells me is that you guys get the team concept in your marriage so much that you realize that coming together as one has been so much more beneficial mm-hmm. for each of you individually, but together as a marriage, as a couple, that it's worth continuing on. Right, because we started, and here's something I really want to make sure that we hit home. The 60 Days of Sex Challenge started as a sex challenge, right? Like that mm-hmm. was our commitment to have sex every day for 60 days minus illness, period, and traveling. Right. Right. Like that was, that was Th- our, those were, those were our, that was route. our framework. Yeah. That was our framework. That yes. was our framework. So, so that's where we were. Right. It, and that's where we were starting. I'm like, okay, I can, what we didn't realize and what so many of you have realized in taking on maybe the seven days of sex challenge, or you're going for 21 days or 30 days, or some of you it's 75 days, whatever it is, was that it became so much more. Right. It wasn't just about having sex because when you embark on a challenge like this, very first thing that you do is you're making a commitment to, to your spouse, right? It, it's the commitment that started when you said I do, but it's, it's like a reaffirmation of that because I, I will tell you halfway through our 60 days of sex challenge, I wanted to quit. I was all ready to quit. I was ready to come up with every excuse because that was the week I got my period. Both kids were crazy sick, like not sleeping through the night. And Tony ended up in urgent care with a viral migraine. First one only one I've ever had in my life Mm -hmm. all that week yay and I'll never forget October 8th when Tony's like okay like let's get back in the saddle type of thing and I'm like 
Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. But I remembered in that moment, you know what? You said that you would do this. And do you remember standing in the garage with a basket full of laundry when you thought it would be over if you didn't actually just engage with your husband? This is that moment. Wasn't the first half that was all like, you know, rainbows and unicorns. It's the second half when things get hard, where that commitment matters. And you had to press in. We had to press in. You had to press in and you have to, uh, you're looking at more than just the act of sex, right? At this point in time, we really realized how important our emotional intimacy was in our marriage and how it had grown over the first half of the challenge. Absolutely. The emotional intimacy in our marriage was so dry, so dead, that we had to re-engage ourselves there again. Mm-hmm. And when I say emotional intimacy, I'm talking about those conversations, the ability to to talk to each other again and have intimate conversations about our lives, about who we are, about um, our household, whatever it may have been. But that's where we begin to see the fruits of what we had done the first half coming into the second half. Absolutely. And, you know, in that, in that scenario, when I wanted to quit, you know, the, the, one of the other things that you get from doing something like this is that you push yourself beyond what you think is possible, right? Whether you're on day four of the seven day challenge, which, you know, you're always kind of like, uh, it's, you know, there's a reason it's called hump day in the middle. And that's because you're kind of like, I need a quickie here. Cause we're, it's hard. It's exhausting. We've had friends that are like, wow, that was like, tougher than I thought, you know, or you're doing, you know, 10 days, 30 days, whatever it is, when you commit to and actually execute it, when you get to the point where you're emailing us or calling us and saying, we did it, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm capable of so much more. Our marriage is capable of Mm -hmm. so much more. And one of the, one of the benefits of working through something like this, of going through a sex challenge is that you learn, you learn a lot on what is actually a grievance, a frustration or a disappointment to you. Because if you know that the end game every day is to end up in bed with your husband or wife, you have to make a choice. Are you really going to gripe about whether or not you're taking out the trash? I learned that taking, complaining was not so conducive to great intimacy. So I want to say those three again so you guys can hear it. You may even want to write this down because you're going to have to learn to work together when it comes to your grievances, your disappointments, or frustrations. Because those three things are the three things that in any area of our marriage will stop us from growing together. Mm. We have grievances against each other and we'll hold on to them. And bitterness will, will well up in us and we don't let, let it go. Like we don't tell our spouse that what they did, what, they may not even know they did something that caused a grievance or a disappointment so or frustration. So you're harboring this bitterness and they have no clue. And you're wondering why. So during a sex challenge, you guys both committed to each other. This is part of that time where your emotional intimacy comes in because you don't go to bed angry. Right. You don't go to bed frustrated. No, no. You, you're going to have to clear it up. And it may not be in the evening. Some of you may be even doing it in the morning. Right. You may need to clear something up in the morning before you can you can fully be engaged. And this goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to speak to the women here specifically. It's not just about you. I'm sorry to say we as men and as husbands also have grievances and frustrations with our wives. And so men, you're going to have to be able to open up and tell your, your wife, yes, I know you want to have sex with her. Yes. I know you want to have ejaculate. I got it. And yet both of you together are going to be, have to be able to come together and and hear those, those grievances, those disappointments and be able to go, you know what? I heard you. I, I got it. 
I had no idea I did it. And, and maybe you did. And you're going to have to apologize. You may have to sit there and go, honey, I'm sorry. I truly am. What I did yesterday or what I did this morning was uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And I apologize for, for, for what I did. It's so good. And you know what? We want to share with you how to embark on your own sex challenge. But I just want to remind you guys, make sure that you go to canvaspeople.com. Use promo code marriage. Get your free 11 by 14. You know, here's the thing. We taught, like, even as we're talking about the sex challenge and we're just talking about being intentional, we're talking about creating those moments, having one of those treasured moments, be it hanging up in your bedroom, hanging up in your living room, wherever it is, speaks volume to how you're being intentional as a couple. Mm-hmm. With this offer from Canvas People, you're only paying shipping and handling. The canvas itself is free. So don't miss out. Make sure you go to canvaspeople.com, type in promo code marriage and get yours today. So how do you, how do you start your own sex challenge? Right? Like, you know, Tony had to ask that big question. Well, we wrote a book. So if you want to pick up the book, just pick up the book, seven days of sex challenge. That'll get you at least for, for seven days. Right. But <laughs> if we're even, I even want to actually back up before that. Like you have to make a decision. Well, sure thing. Yeah. Right. Like, what does that look like for the two of you? And I would encourage each and every one of you thinking about it, ask your spouse, to listen to the show, right? Like this is a good starting point. We, we, this is one of those tools that we're providing to you guys where you can be like, okay, I, I want to do this, but I don't even know how to ask. Have a conversation around this, right? Because I will tell you, like I said a few minutes ago, I didn't want to when Tony first offered. And if I had known now, or if I'd known then what I know now about the impact that, that being fully engaged and making our marriage a priority, I wouldn't have hesitated. Because that's what happened. We got super, super intentional about our marriage. So you need to make a decision. You're like, how long is it going to be for you guys? And we're, we're rolling into a nice warm time of year. Makes for those of easier. you here in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, so it does. It, it, it does make it easier because with warmth for many of us, there's that heightened arousal. There's an ability to, to be able to move around freer. And, and, there's and, an ability to be naked without shivering. Like, right. Let's just get real. And that's, that's the truth. I, you know, that's where I come from. Uh, you know, you need to put it on your calendar. Those paramedics from, um, from a week, uh, I think it was a couple, weeks couple weeks ago when I read their hug. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things they did was because they had to have so much scheduling because of their, their opposite schedules and days apart and all this kind of stuff. They had to put it on the calendar and start like a month. You know, it was a month away. Yeah, I think they were scheduling out because I was getting some tweets from uh, the husband about, "Hey, we're we're planning this," mm-hmm. and it was, and I think the first one I got from him was like it was three weeks out, and I'm thinking, why are we why are you waiting three weeks? And as more came in, and we finally got the we did it email, I put it all together, and I'm like, wow, these guys really did have to take some time, right? They really had to sit down, they really had to get engaged in their emotional intimacy to make this happen for them. So. Put it on your calendar. Guys, everything that is important to us shows up on a calendar. I don't know how many times I will say that forever and ever because that's the way we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And your spouse is the most important thing. So put them on the calendar, right? Block off this time that you're going to do that. You know, if it's, if it's seven days, then do it in advance. And here's, here's a little tip. And we talk about this in the seven days of sex challenge book. When it's on the calendar, don't overbook yourself during that time. Give yourself the best chance of success. That's why you plan ahead, right? Now, the next thing that you have to do is you have to find out how to romance your spouse. And I can't stress this enough, right? Because just just because you've agreed 
to do 7, 10, 30, 60, whatever it is, doesn't mean that your spouse doesn't need romance, right? Your spouse absolutely needs to be romanced, probably more so because you guys are doing this day in and day out. So have the question, honey, how can I romance you during the day? Which actually happens to be one of the questions on uh, 19 questions to amazing sex with your spouse. We should actually put a link to that. Well, so if you want to get, so if you want to get the 19 questions to amazing sex with your spouse, go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash 19 questions, because that's a great place to get started, right? We're going to start talking about our sexual intimacy and we're, and we're going our emotional intimacy together. So we understand where we're at and what, what's even gained. What, right. what, what could we do over the, this challenge that would be, um, that would be fun. Right. That would be exciting. That would be new. That would be different. Elisa brought it up, you know, with the quote at the beginning, like trying new things. It, it's okay to get out of that box that you thought you were supposed to be in mm-hmm. because that's where growth begins to happen. Right. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, having done the 60 days and I think eight, seven days of sex challenges now, mm-hmm. you know what? We, we have to get creative. We still need to get creative. I'll tell you, you know, one of the coolest ways to, here's one tip that I'm going to give you guys, which I think is just wonderful. Go to bed naked. Honestly, go to bed naked with the expectation that first thing in the morning, you guys are going to have sex. You're going to just kick off your morning. And it may have to be a Saturday or Sunday, depending on your schedules or whatever day may be off for you guys. But that connection throughout the night of you guys both being naked, it honestly helps get you guys right there started in the morning and maybe you got foreplay going on maybe you don't maybe maybe it's your day of a quickie whatever it may be but that nakedness that that connection of your bodies throughout the night leads you into a great place here's the thing the sex challenge however you do it is not one more thing on your to-do list Right. I want to be really clear. This isn't like, let me just, let me just say yes. For those of you that maybe are a little reluctant, I want to speak to you for just a minute. Don't just say yes to get your spouse off your back. Say yes and commit to doing this because you're looking for a new experience in your marriage. You're looking to connect in a new way. When you just say yes to, you know, get them off your back or to, to, you know, just kind of brush them off. You're not playing team. You're not, you're just, you're just, you're, I'm going to say it, you're just blowing them off. And you're really not going to get the benefits because you've already checked out before you even started. So when your spouse approaches you like this, with this idea, can you please just take a deep breath first and think about why are they asking for this? What can we gain out of this time of connection? What can I gain by saying yes? Because what I didn't know nine years ago, was that in saying yes, it would be a pivot point. It would be the point that our marriage, I can't believe I'm getting emotional. I don't think I've ever gotten emotional sharing this story. It was the pivot point that our marriage went from falling apart to falling back together, right? It was the decision to say, yes, you know what? I'll do this. Some days it was hard. Some days it was super easy. Some days we were screaming in at 11.55 at night. Some days it was first thing in the morning. It was all over the place. And yet when I look at what has changed in our marriage, in our kids' lives, in the lives of our parents who, like, once they found out about it, were like, oh my gosh, what's going on with our kids? In the lives of our friends, in the lives of each one of you listening to the show, because as much as I initially didn't want to, I said yes. And then we did the most important thing. We did it. 
we committed and we executed this challenge. And never give up. Never give up. You, you, may, you, you may go, hey, we're going to go 30 days. And you may have a day or two where it, it doesn't happen the way you expected. It's okay. We, we, we know where you're at. We've been there ourselves. We had, we had a, uh, like Elisa said at the top of the show, where we were blown up. She didn't even want to do it. And yet she didn't quit. Mm. She didn't stop there. She, she, really, she really started to seek and look in, inward at times and look at what we were doing and what we were going to achieve by going forward. So, so it's okay if you have a day that doesn't work out. You know what? We've been there. Mm-hmm. Believe me, we've been. We've had numerous listeners and, and folks in the one family who've hit us up and said, "Oh, I, we didn't finish it." And and my response usually is, "You didn't finish it this time." Right. That's okay. Keep on going. Keep moving forward. It, it, this isn't a. This isn't an all or nothing, folks. Mm, that's good. This isn't an all or nothing. You know what? D- don't look at this as all or nothing. Look at this as. We are coming together as a team to build up our marriage, to build up our, our lives that is going to last many, many years to come. And you're going to do more of them, hopefully. That's, that's, that's our hope. You know, we, we did it once and we we're like, oh, that's great. That's, that's all it's going to be. And it hasn't been. We've done many more and have led many of couples to doing it mm-hmm. as well. So this week, plan on making a sex challenge. Plan on accepting the challenge from your spouse. Plan on asking your your spouse to do it. Pick up the Seven Days of Sex Challenge book. You know, I have it here in the show notes. Come on over, click it, go on Amazon. You can find it. It, It's a place to get you started and to understand all the days and what you can continue to do. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week. We're excited to hear how your challenge impacts your life how it impacts your marriage, how it impacts other areas of your life as you continue forward. So we love and we cannot wait to get your We Did It emails. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you.